Welcome to Name Givers, an Earth Dawn actual play podcast. Having now acquired an airship, the adepts take a break to rest, learn about air sailing, and celebrate their accomplishments. This group has not had downtime in a long while. No. You have been a little nonstop for a bit. Even added someone along the way during the nonstop stuff. <laughs> and uh, I think the last break you had was um, aboard that airship that landed in the trading post. Uh, and that wasn't really a break because you were kind of doing guard work. Uh, so really, it was um, in Kingdom of Thrall. Uh, you uh, delivered the Lenkwa guy there. Mm-hmm. That was the last uh, downtime you really actually took. <laughs> so, yeah, lots of stuff has happened. Um, so uh, I'm trying to think of, um, okay, one at a time. So Kristen mentioned uh, the Fanker would like to weave a thread to the uh, spear. Yes. So uh, how many things have you woven threads to so far? Um. We're going to go with uh, the one, and we cheated because we didn't know, realize that we had to roll things. So well, I wouldn't worry about rolling if it's like you have downtime. Because okay. really, you just keep rolling until you get it kind of thing. Actually, in that uh, case, I have two because I've okay. got my swashbuckle. Oh, right, right. And yeah. my uh, astral sight. All the swashes. Yeah. There used to be a rule in the older editions that if you failed on a roll, you'd have to wait until you raised your talent. But that made no sense because then you would eventually run out of francs to raise. Fair, fair. Unless that was some house rule, I remember. Maybe it wasn't in the editions, but I don't know. In any case, yeah, if you have downtime, then you can do it. But if you were like thread weaving, like as something you were actually doing during a session, yeah. Uh, for a specific set time, I think you have to wait a day before you can try again um, each time, something like that. But you can only have as many threads as you have ranks. You have th- three ranks of thread weaving, so you're fine to get a third on there. Sweet. Okay, that's so, a good uh, limitation to know. Yeah, and um, that was also one of the kind of downsides of earlier editions of Earth Dawn when most people didn't get thread weaving until Circle 5, unless you were a magic, like a spellcaster. Because that spellcasters got access to items way sooner than there. So mm-hmm. I like that you get them a little earlier. All right. So Faye, is, is she going to do some... Uh, well, why don't I kind of set the scene? You guys are headed back to... Um, you, you've, I assume you'd basically just return to the camp. Um, now, there was a couple things we didn't go over last time, which was one that um, did anyone take... Uh, did anyone bury uh, Ulysses? Or burn his body or something? Not me! Uh, nope. That was so. the orc, wasn't it? Or no, the, that the was the elf um, sky raider, the captain. Nope, he turned into an, uh, whatchamacallit, and then we killed him. Left him yep, there. you left him there? Okay, just want to know. Are you taking his broadsword or not? Yeah, everything mm. of use is gone. He got okay. the loot. Yeah, so <laughs> he has a, some kind of broadsword, troll broadsword, I'll say. It'd be 200 for an elf, but um, he, I don't believe he had a shield or anything, so. 
he was two-handing it. Um, he didn't have much more than leather armor on, but uh, yeah. So in terms of loot, it's kind of that sword. And if anyone's taking a look at it, let me know. And well, I was already uh, looking at astral space a bunch of times, so yeah. So that one is a magic item. Sorry, thread item. <laughs> Same thing. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and uh, you can. I don't know if you, I don't think anyone here is really a sword person, so maybe it's something you can sell, or offload, or in, offload in to regard, the town in some way. Sorry. In regards to um, use uh, Ulysses' body, if he turned into a whore, I would think that with um, my history of the crap and the care, he, mm-hmm. uh, Gareth would want to make sure that shit don't come back. Yeah. So he'd probably want to either bury it or burn it, or you know. Okay. Yeah, you could burn it easily enough. Um, same thing happened with um, uh, Grum. So yeah, the that's what I was remembering. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I burned him. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you guys can uh, have burned. That, that uh, was out of respect. Uh, Ulysses is to make sure it don't come back. Yeah. Well, he did come back, but he, you guys killed him immediately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was tied he, up. It was pretty lame. Yeah, he was already <laughs> tied up, and he came back as a cadaver. He actually hit the level of corruption I had set for him to turn. <laughs> Um, and then he got killed uh, because uh, I know Eric you missed it but what was happening was that he was actually getting killed way faster than I was expecting and certainly he was expecting Uh, so he started started using karma from his patron his the horror that had marked him that thought he he thought was a passion and he in you know in game terms he probably would have thought he was using devotion points but no he was using horror karma and doing that uh, marks you for corruption points and too many points, and you become a horror construct. And, uh, yep, he definitely hit that level. Because he just kept using it and using it and using it. Uh-huh. And it did no good. <laughs> no, it didn't help at all. Oof. Well, gave him a few more seconds of life. That was about it. And then a few more seconds of unlife. Yay! A few seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Very few by the sound of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the other thing that happened at the end of the last session is you got into the airship and you were like, oh, we're going to do something here and fly this thing. And then um, Ement, the uh, orc illusionist, pointed out to Lindstadt the very obvious horror mark in astral space sitting on the helm of the uh, airship. Yep, and, so we removed the helm. <laughs> yep, so removing the helm and heading back to the camp by foot, but with plans to return. I'm going to be the new captain. Oh, good. <laughs> so um, I'm going to say you get back to the camp, no problem. Um, when it comes to airships, I did a little more research to see how this all works. The actual crew that do the rowing do actually need air sailing as well. Um, it's not just yeah, actually, yeah, you basically have to, uh, everybody who's considered crew needs air sailing. And what needs to happen is they all roll their air sailing thing. And as long as like 50% of them succeed on the roll, everything goes well. Uh, we can look up the talent after to get the exact number, but it's something like that. Um, so your uh, bone spirit idea probably wouldn't have worked unless they happen to be air sailors in their former life. <laughs> huh. Well, well I, mean, I, I mean, I, I mean, could I mean, arrange that. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, fair enough. So part of the crew. Yeah. So on return uh, to the camp, um, I'm going to say that uh, you're all pretty exhausted uh, from all of this. There's a lot going on, and uh, perhaps. Uh, even maybe even Navith is taking a slight break from the celebration planning to uh-huh. get a little bit of a break and I'm kind of uh, get some 
rest and then possibly get in some training eventually. But um, just a note, just a note, yep. Rob. That helm from the airship is not yep. coming into camp. It's no. staying outside camp. Are you tossing it in the lake there? Or no, what? no, no. Was... It's it's just far enough away from camp that you have to actually want to go there to look oh, at okay. it. Okay. Yeah, because yep. I don't want you know it looking through the horn mark and going, "Hey, look at all these people." We found yep. my people again. Yeah. Yep. And uh, I assume since Gareth and others know about the airship thing, you're probably telling people what you found and the problem you have with the helm. Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That that's definitely being reported to the elders. Excellent. Um, hmm. Oh, there we go. All right. So at one point in the, let's say, next couple of days... Oh, there's some beeping for something. That was Sorry, I'm just being um, sassy. Oh, okay, oh. yeah. Oh, Cue sassy. training montage, of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so while you're, yeah, hucking around the world, <laughs> that's awesome, yeah. Uh, we'll go through what people are training and stuff, but before uh, we get to that, at one point, um, I'll say Linstat is perhaps wandering about going to check on the helm and then um, comes is on his way back, making sure that nobody had gone to like, you know, hang out with the helm or something. (laughs) Nobody's looking creepy. (laughs) Yeah. Nobody's thinking this is a cool idea to bring it into camp or something. Um, I'll have you roll half magic perception. 14. All right. So you're not, not surprised uh, entirely. And what looks to be about the shape of a elf, um, I have a note here for what they look like, I thought, but, huh, where did it go? I was sure I wrote that down. No, oh, well. All right, so you have a, uh, you, you notice that there is a spirit kind of hanging around you a bit, okay. uh, was kind of watching you okay. while you were looking at the helm and making sure everything was fine. And it's rather, no, it's a rather slender, tall name giver spirit. It's the and, captain. Sorry. And, <laughs> and then you hear uh, this woman's voice say, So, I hear you need a helm. Uh, yep, I sure do. Uh, Windling, why didn't you come rescue us a dozen years ago? Some time outside would have done my faulty liver some good. As um, this elf woman, older elf woman, kind of appears. Oh, hi! And, oh, there's my note. You see an apparition of a slender tall figure. Very long blue hair that seems to be more. The hair seems to be more substantial than the person. Okay. Um, than the frame. Eighties. Eighties. Eighties perm. Okay. And she bows and says, "Amitha, air sailor of the sixth circle." Uh, I will and bow then, as well and say, "I'm Lindstedt, Nethermancer of the fourth circle." Then she kind of fades out and reappears in a log nearby and sits down. <laughs> All right. You may be thinking now, how do you get a spirit to help you with the ship, huh? Um, well, I can think of a bunch of ways, but what was the one you were thinking? Uh, well, uh, <laughs> I happen to have an apprentice in the camp. Oh. There's not many of us air sailors, of course, in the care, uh, for obvious reasons. And, oh. uh, we were kind of treated as different, uh, when it came to adepts. Not really the, uh, not really considered true adepts, because what can we do in a care? Well, luckily, no more care. Woo! And, uh, this apprentice, uh, she knows where you can get a helm. In fact... She probably has it with her in her uh, wagon. Well, let's go say hi. Oh, sounds like a good idea. And then she kind of gets up and starts floating in the direction of the camp fairly quickly, too. Uh, Come on, Windling, you don't don't be slow. You got wings. It's true. I will fly after. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she says as you're heading there. Now she's a bit stiff. 
personality-wise, but uh, and she may be a bit uh, uh, may not seem like much an expert, but she's a prodigy uh, nonetheless. So she'll be a quick looter. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Galiza Olcha is her name. Galiza. Galiza. Olcha. Olcha. Yeah, g, not ka. Yeah, g. Ah, oga. I can copy paste that. Galiza. Ocha. Uh, I just moved a channel. Oops. <laughs> there we go. Okay. Okay. So let me get this phrase. It's Galiza Ocha. Ocha. Yeah. Ocha. She she doesn't Ocha. hang with the other adepts though. Uh, not exactly. You know, looked upon as a useful <laughs> adept. Um, but maybe now she will be. Okay. Well, let's go say hi. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. And she leads you to a kind of a corner of the camp where um, it actually seems to be helping out with some of the more elderly non-adept individuals of the um, of the camp and carrying things around for them, organizing, um, helping with the tents and some of the cooking and stuff. And she sees, um, so you see this kind of very young dwarf, actually. You think she's basically a teenager um, uh, doing all this. And uh, Anath uh, kind of points you in her direction, says, yeah, there's, there she is. Okay, I will... Uh, way better and fly over and introduce myself to her. Hello, Galisa Ocha. I am Lindstadt. As you already know, I hear you're an air sailor. And she stops immediately <laughs> and is so, like, unsure what to do. She's, like, almost drops things. And <laughs> she's like, yes, sir, mister, um, uh, do Winleys have last names? She's quietly saying to herself. I do. I never use it. Uh, what... Assistance can I grant to you, uh, Mr. Windling, sir? Well, uh, you're an air sailor, and I might have just happened upon an airship that would need somebody to fly it. Okay, now she does drop what she's carrying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, sorry, let me clean that up, and she's kind of awkwardly, like, trying to deal with all this. Uh, okay. I see um, it happening a third comes... time in the near future. Yeah. <laughs> She's got to say, uh, could you, uh, she gets someone to come over and kind of help her. And they're clearly like, oh yeah, no problem. And, uh, she stops and said, okay, um, you say airship? Yep. Big flying thing. Goes to the sky. And how did you get it? That's not important. The main thing is, you know how to fly one. And we're in need of somebody that knows how to fly one. So it's great. Uh, yes, I do. Um, we need more people, but I can train. Perfect. Because we'll all need that. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure someone who has the talent can train as a skill. To, yeah, uh, just takes longer. Just takes longer. Yeah. Um. Yes. That, oh. Wow. Uh. Can I see it? Um. Uh, well. Uh. First, you know that helm that you have in your wagon. We're gonna need that too. How did you know about that? Oh, I was just talking to your master, Amitha? our former master. Amitha came to you. Yep. I was just talking to her. Wow. She's right over there. I'll point, but I'm not <laughs> but actually not going there. to look. <laughs> yeah, I'm not actually going to look, because I know she's gone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, let me... Um. Wow, okay. Uh, and she goes over to a covered wagon and starts going through some things and um, to kind of reveal that it, the, just to move a lot of stuff, because she, she has it well-protected and kind of hidden at the very back of the wagon, not thinking she would ever need such a thing. And um, what you see in front of you is very unusual. Um, it... At first glance, you wouldn't have thought that this was a helm. It looks like a tree that's round. Um, tree. It's um, you could tell from looking at it. Okay, this makes sense as a helm, but it's uh, maybe roll perception as a yeah, just plain perception as a 
caster or awareness. awareness. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> nope. That's wrong. Let's try it again. There we go. Thirteen. Really good. So you're pretty sure this was made with wood shaping in some way. Um. So the description is the helm. Uh, I'll just give you the description that I have here. So the the helm was shaped using wood shaping. It looks completely natural. Even has some leaves growing from various spots. Uh, it is alive. Uh, runes are burned into the wood at various spots, and these runes are inspired by the design of the Rites of Protection and Passage. Uh, the center of the helm contains a bubble of true elemental air and contains within it roots and true water and true earth, oh. um, which presumably you're thinking is keeping the wood alive. Neat. Oh, dang. And uh, she will say, this is this is safe passage. And you can tell that she's saying that's the name of this thing. It's like, this is what I used, and... Uh, Air sailors of generations before me and the care used to train. Whoa, that is super neat. It'll look great on the ship. And uh, she'll get oh, all excited. the name of the ship. And she uh, will get all excited and, and place it in its uh, the holder that exists for it um, and says, oh, I got to show you something, though. And she's, like, dropped her formality somewhat because of how excited she is to show someone this because very few people are terribly interested in it. <laughs> And uh, she uh, stands at the helm, and then instantly there is this um, illusion that forms around her of uh, skies uh, of the outdoor world, and um, and it looks like she's actually air sailing in a little like simulation almost. Ooh, that's neat. And uh, she'll then kind of snap, and it'll go away. And she says, "That's all I've been able to do. Um, there are there are um, things I can do to make it." Uh, seem like a rough um like a rough ride so i could uh learn how to handle in bad weather but uh, that's the extent of what air sailors have done underground over the past 500 years well i have good news soon yeah we can do it in an actual ship she's like oh i'm so gonna get to finally weave that third thread to this thing that's <laughs> <laughs> what she's going to say and uh yeah, so uh, I will post the, um, maybe I'll just read out a bit about, this is a helm that is a thread item. Ooh. So Does it teach you air sailing? Please tell me it teaches you air sailing. No, but um, it improves uh, it at higher ranks. And, oh, I have to make this shorter for it to be able to paste it, so I'll cut it into pieces and post it. Um, yeah, 2,000 character limit. Yep, paste that. What was the name list. again? Safe Passage. Oh, 2,068 characters. Oh, jeez. Okay. Right. <laughs> Just so close. So close. There's rank one. Okay, so Safe Passage. This helm was crafted by elementalist Finthane Firesblood and illusionist uh, Elandra, who you might have met earlier. Um, and the others, the description I gave there. earlier. Oh, is Elandra the one that I was talking to? Uh, no, illusionist. Oh, the illusionist. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, the only illusionist left in the care. Right? Right. The one they trust. Right. Uh, the only one they trust, at least. Uh, so the knowledge in the first rank is just knowing the name of Safe, safe Passage, which clearly uh, the air sailor is going to have the name. Um, and uh, despite its size, self, Safe Passage will be usable by pilots of all sizes once a thread has been woven to it and will not require more than a strength rating of four. So it can be used by windlings. That's a <laughs> slight bit awkward because uh, it's big, but it's lightweight. Um, and the uh, rank one ability is called Illusory Skies. It's an illusion. 
and you can spend a point of karma to engage in sorry, simulation of fair weather air sailing for an hour for the purposes of training. Is it wrong and, that I'm automatically picturing um, the windlings just kind of strapping themselves to, to, to the wheel like those those big circle gymnastic <laughs> things where you like tilt yourself back and forth to get it moving? And all, like, oh. all I can imagine is them just like spread eagle on the wheel going, Wee! <laughs> and just, you know, wheel of fortune, zing! Yep. Don't give them uh, ideas. Yeah. Uh, Too late, it seems. So with this Illusory Skies ability, the helm must be installed to either a real airship or on a replica of an airship bridge, which is basically the holder that she has. That's basically what's filling in for that. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. The illusion is very easily disbelieved, though, so it can you can't like trick someone thinking they're in the sky. So it can be entered with a simple disbelief test with a difficulty of four. So That would be hard for some of our people. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you really mess up, but... Uh, rank two is simulate turbulence abilities, so you get to spend a point of karma to engage in an illusory simulation of highly turbulent air sailing weather for an hour uh, for the purposes of training. So, same deal. Difficulty test for dis- disbelieving is a little higher. Or wait, no, sorry, the add up needs to roll a air, air sailing test against a higher difficulty number. Uh, uh, no, not higher, a difficulty number. Because if they fail, they take damage equal to the difference between the difficulty number and their result. So Ooh. there's actually some stakes in failing when doing it, because otherwise training may not have the same stakes. If you know you're going to feel pain, uh, you might do better. <laughs> That's the theory behind this. Makes sense. Uh, Makes sense. Again, very easily disbelieved. Um, if you, they somehow wound themselves from the damage, which would be so incredibly difficult to do, uh, the illusion is instantly disbelieved and they're knocked out of it. Um, you but- sure have... No idea who you're speaking with. <laughs> My and roles are that bad. The second rank also has an ability called Divine Location, which for two strain the adept can divine the lo- direction and estimate the distance of the helm from the person, whether it's installed in an airship or not. Uh, but this doesn't persist, so you have to keep using it multiple times to pinpoint the location of the helm. Uh, and it's considered a standard action. On the third rank, the deed is you must install safe passage to a functional airship. Maybe we'll read that. <laughs> so you could see why uh, Guliza is excited. Understandable. And so, um, hey, Rob, yep. quick question for you: Can you is this one of the ones that or gives you the air sailing test talent at rank one, or is it just plus no. one to air sailing tests? Plus one, but you have to get to rank four on it. Yeah, the plus ones don't kick in till later. Okay, I was just wondering if it actually gave you the talent at no, one. No, or... it's intended to be used by someone who has the skill or the talent. You you can still weave to it and use your air, to air sailing skill. It's got no no like doesn't discriminate in that. Fair enough. And you can get to rank one in air sailing for pretty cheap. Uh, it just takes you the week. Just a week and tens over or something. Yeah, and that's assuming that the person's even charging you for it. Well, considering yeah, I think um, the ship can actually trade us itself. <laughs> what's that? I said, it looks like the ship could trade us itself. <laughs> yep. Well, this, this helm can. Yeah. Uh, but it's for the purposes of training. So you need someone to be training you on how to do it. This just gives Fair you enough. something to actually practice on. Fair enough. Uh, it just burns your karma up like mad when you do it. But you're, you're windlings. You have karma. <laughs> I have so much karma. It oh, is yeah. all the good. Yep. Um, so what would Lindstadt would be doing next? Uh, well, I'll gesture for her to follow me, and then I will head over to our little spot in the camp, and we'll do some introductions. Excellent. And she will, um, she's a dwarf, and she's, yeah, dwarfs can carry things like this. They have the strong back quality. Or she so, could just keep it in the thing and... Oh, okay. yeah, she'll, 
she'll put it away then back away then and say, okay, well, let's. Uh, or are you saying put it in a cart? Well, she already has it in a cart, so she could just put it back in the cart and yep. bring yep. it over. So she'll yeah, put it she doesn't have to bury it this time. Nope. Yep. <laughs> so she'll put it back away and uh, come to the come follow you. Okay. Hey guys, guys, look, I have a new person that's going to help us out. She's an air sailor. <gasps> Teach me everything. <laughs> and she's like, yes. I'm the um, captain. Okay. So, Ms. so Galiza, these are my friends. This is Navith. She's my friendly windling. Uh, this is Faye Ankra, our friendly troll. Uh, Ms. Dabnirak, ma'am. And she bows. And this is Gareth, our new guy. Gareth uh, lives. Know him. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm pretty sure you I'd know him. You yeah. And she'll bow. Uh, so, anyway, uh, Galiza has uh, a helm that will work on our airship and has the knowledge to actually fly it, which is great, because I don't. Well, we need That's good, because I really want to be a yeah. captain. She'll say, well, I, I will need to train you all. In, That's um, so exciting! And she seems very nervous about training such important people <laughs> in her eyes. And uh, she will... I'll look, pull out a Oracalcum coin, um, and you'll recognize this right away. Most, I think, almost everyone would. It's a Ghostmaster coin. Yeah, Ghostmaster coin. Um, oh. And uh, she will say, um, "If if it's okay with you, I might also see if we can um, make use of um, Amatha, my master." I'm pretty sure she'll be agreeable. And uh, she will kind of smile and bow, and um, well, whenever you are all ready, um, we I have. The helm can help with the training, um, and uh, when it comes to uh, the the rowing part, isn't uh, so hard, but uh, <coughs> it helps a lot um, for you to know the actual uh, sailing part of it um, and the use of the helm. Uh, so it uh, it it's much more likely we'll be able to fly properly with this airship. And she's really nervous because she's like, "Oh, I've never actually maintained uh, an actual airship." But uh, we'll we'll see what we can do. Figure together. Yes. Just oh, put it this oh, way. And and another question for you: Do you know anybody that might want to hire on as like rowers and learn the trade from you? Yes. Yes. I uh, there's trolls uh, are the typical crew for rowing, and um, uh, I, I'm sorry to say that probably for the rowing portion, the windlings are probably not ideal. But um, for the uh, <laughs> The helm and uh, uh, things like that. Um, yeah, and for maintenance and so on. Yeah, we I can train you as well. Um, but there's, I'm sure, quite a few trolls here we can um, train. Woo-hoo. But let's go see Gareth. your ship. Oh, no, no, Gareth probably wouldn't know about that. About which? I, it, I, I was thinking that perhaps Gareth would be sitting there thinking about who in the care would do the air, would want to do the air sealer thing. But mm, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that Gareth would actually know about that because uh, well, he, he I'm might know a few trolls. His, well, he might know a few trolls, but he might not know that they're interested in doing the whole airship thing. Yeah. Unless they talk yeah. for France. <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. I mean, that, that's possible. It's just, uh, I, I've been thinking about his character because I, I've been feeling kind of bad that I don't have much in the way of character. So um, it just, it felt right to say that Gareth might have been kind of focusing a lot on his training. Yeah. Because gauntlets are like so rare and stuff that he might not be the most social of butterflies. <laughs> nope, that's personally reasonable. Okay. Um, let's go to the ship. 
Let's go, let's go, let's go. You'll have no. If you do, I, I guess you could just go to an elder or something and ask for some volunteer trolls to be trained. And they'll have no problem finding people wanting to go up on an airship. Uh, I don't know that. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but if you were uh, to try to move this airship, you may want some people actually trained in it. But um, you could probably, during that week, make some trips back and forth um, to the ship if you want to do that kind of first. Yep. Okay. So um, maybe we'll walk through. Uh, is anyone going up circles or training or anything before we get to this stuff? Um, because we can put I, a lot I, of this training. Yes, yeah. I would like to. Yeah, okay. like just to put ranks up. I don't think that's a very long. Yeah, yeah. Long I mean, involved thing, is it? <laughs> no, nope. eight hours just, per thing, but yeah, and max I'm, two per day, right? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. You you have to get your sleep in, so. <laughs> Two per day is like basically that's all you're doing for the day is meditation, and uh, it's no problem. We can we can spread that out. Um, does Navith have any ideas of when she would like to do a like celebration? Of, I know that came up before. Like after like a few days of so everyone settled sort of settled into being outside and stuff like that, then yep. she would want to have like a big coming out part uh, coming out party for the care. So giving time to like get some food together and stuff like that, and to organize like people who cook nice things to make some fun. Like um, emergency emergence festival. I don't know yeah. if there's a term or something for that. Yeah, yeah. emergence yes, party. Is there? I mean, there is now. There is there now. Is yeah. yeah, I'm just trying to think of a fancy name for something like that. I, I like emergence uh, party. That sounds fun. It also goes without saying that health is healed and karma is re- replenished. Yes. Yes. So uh, okay. you can do all that. Um, excellent. Uh, does anybody need? Yeah, Gareth needs to go up a circle. Mm-hmm. So let's I, uh, I, I marked the three uh, you, that you suggested to go up ranks. Yep. So I have the five to go up the circle. Excellent. Um, and uh, we can assume that basically you can get that training for a week. And we're just going to basically go through a bunch of stuff that we'll, we're going to say has is happening during all this because it's kind of muddled. There's a lot of different things going on. But oh, yeah. we're, we'll just set aside basically a couple weeks. Um, for all this different stuff to happen. Um, so you're able to get the Discipline Talent Deliberate Assault yes. for your second uh, rank, and you get to add one to your physical defense, it says. So that's on the modifiers page. Uh, so you just list that down as a circle to a thing. Um, I'm just going to look up what this Deliberate Assault does, because it sounds Swim. interesting. So it's a free action. Circle two, nice. Oh, okay, so this is something where you can deliberately lower your own initiative uh, to match that of someone else's, and then take the difference between initiatives and add that to your attack test. Oh, that sounds fun. Um, up to the the amount of your rank in deliberate assault. So you can't, like, in your first rank, you can't add more than one. But, uh, right, right. you know, you get that up to, like, 10, then, you you know, if you get beat someone initiative by 10, you can add 10 to your uh, attack test. That's pretty good. It takes a point of strain, um, but, yeah, that's a pretty neat thing. Uh, you also can choose a, another novice tier talent now, talent option. So your options are awareness. Uh, what do you? What did you take as optional last time? Um, I think it was danger sense, wasn't it? Yeah, um, it was. Okay, so awareness sounds familiar. Yeah, awareness battle shout. Uh, battle shout's the one that lowers others. Uh, is it physical or is it tests? It's tests. I think lowers their tests if you beat their social. Uh, for a couple rounds. Etiquette. Um, Fireblood. Fireblood's a in-combat healing for yourself. Um, Ooh, and it's awesome. Yeah, 
So that lets you do like a recovery test as an action uh, once per fight, um, plus your fire blood rank, I think, or something like that. Item history, that's kind of uh, something that often troubadours and weaponsmiths get. But uh, So that's an interesting option. That allows you to kind of divine uh, a thread item's uh, history. Uh, maneuver, uh, that's one the Swordmaster will be quite uh, familiar with, where if you roll that, you have to beat someone on initiative first, um, and then you roll your maneuver, and if you, in your maneuver, beat their physical defense, you get, like, plus two to your attack, and they lose two to their physical defense or something like that. Uh, that sounds fun. Oh, no, you get plus two to your attack. And you gain plus two to your physical defense against them. So it's like you get to right. an upper hand against them. Uh, right. Mystic Mystic Pursuit. Now, this is a weird one that uh, uh, wizards and thieves get. And that's a strange overlap, it may sound like. A uh, bit. But, but it, what it is is an ability to basically track items. Um, so it's like using astral energy to try to track something. Uh, as that's how I understand it as it is. So that's why it's mystic pursuit. Um, wilderness, or it may also be able to be used to track people. I'm not sure, but I, I think it's more things. Um, wilderness survival, which should be straightforward, and woodskin. So woodskin's another interesting option because what that does is uh, adds kind of, temp- I'm pretty sure it adds temporary uh, death rating and uncon rating. Uh, so you roll your woodskin and you get like an extra 12 um, points of phantom damage that you can take kind of thing. Um, so it's similar to Fireblood, uh, except mm-hmm. I think it is a simple action, not a full action. I think. I have to look that up, though. Pull up the player's guide. That is tempting. So those are your options. You don't have to decide right now, but... Uh, oh, no, it is a standard thing for Woodskin Standard. So um, you spend a recovery test to make a Woodskin test, adding the result to your health rating. Uh for rank hours. Um, the only thing you got to be careful of is when that wears off. If you're over your uncon or death rating, you then go unconscious or dead. So if you take a lot of, if you get a really good result and then take a lot of damage, you can find yourself dead in a few hours. So be careful. That's never happened. Maybe. No, never at all. <laughs> it's better than first edition where this wore off in like, I think it was a number of rounds or something. So no, no, it was a, it was a day long thing. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I, when th- you, I thought it was easier to do in the uh, when you went uh, to sleep at night, you'd sometimes wake up dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. So those are options for you. Um, don't necessarily choose the one right away, but um, when you go up and circle on the character sheet, it should raise your dura- your durability ranking automatically on. Um, I guess this da- no core. Core sheet, I think. Core tab, I think it is. Is it core? Uh, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah, you just change the circle number in there, and it'll raise your durability automatically. And um, that gives you more unconsciousness than death rating. Excellent. So that should go up. Now to, let's see. And am I forgetting anything about going up circles? Uh, no, every, their sheet should take care of most of it. Yep, awesome. All right. So that is um, Gareth. Uh, Fancra. She's just going up uh, in some ranks of things and moving no, to something. Yeah, I'll deal with that afterwards because there's okay. it's a big mess. Okay, and Linstead? Yep, yeah, I'm putting up a bunch of stuff. Okay, how close are you to what is it? Fifth circle? Uh, hold on, one, seven. I need what nine at fifth? Uh, eight. Eight. Uh, okay, two, four, six, seven. I guess I need one more. Whoa. Okay. Yep. Yeah. 
And none of it. Sorry, just trying to figure out something on circling up. Yeah. So, oh, are you close to that, too? I am, but I'm also looking to make sure I didn't make mistakes in the past. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you circle up, are you able to get one of the option talents, then? Yes. yes. Okay, that makes more sense now. Oh, okay. So, something, yeah. something else. I was confused by something I'd done on my sheet. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, you should have three already, and then... Okay. Are you, are you, rank, are you circle four. three or four? Okay, at four circle, you should have four talents okay. already. That makes more sense then. Yeah. I just and... looked like I took extra ones at the beginning and by accident. No, no, no. So I'm able yeah. to sort of figure things out. Okay. Yeah. Um, no. I'm probably close to fifth, honestly. Um, okay. I just haven't done any ranking up for a while. Oh, that's fine. Um, did we do legend points at the end of the last session? Yes. Is that yeah. written down for everyone? Okay, excellent. I think I have it now, yes. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I look at the name of the last of the last thing I got experience for. All right, so um, who is planning to take air sailing? And um, I guess Gareth is the only one that has the option to actually take the talent if you wanted to. Um, otherwise, uh, I do have versatility, and I was tempted to. Yeah, so that is, that is an option for you. Um, you could all just take the, it as a skill. What's the, what's the attribute for deliberate assault? I'm not seeing that. Oh, uh, I don't think. It has an attribute because it's about voluntarily lower. It doesn't have a role involved in it. Okay. It's just you voluntarily lower your initiative to gain on your later attack test. So there's actually no attribute involved. Just okay. a rank thing. Just a rank thing. And I'm at rank yeah. one of that. Yep. Cool. And if you want, you can raise it to rank two at a cost of 200 because it's cost 100 to get it to rank one. So okay. take that into account when you're doing your counting. Um, okay. And same so with your... Yeah, same with your optional talent. Uh, if you're taking one now, it's 100 legend points uh, for the first rank. Uh, and then the second rank is 200 if you want to keep going. And if you want to put anything to third, it'll be 300 for each one. Okay, so, oh, that's basically 100 per rank then. So sort far, of. yes. Yes. Uh, when you go to four, it'll be 500. And okay. then when you go that, to five, it'll be 800. 800. Yeah, it's a Fibonacci sequence. So just right. add, the, add the previous two numbers. And okay. So you add 200 to 100, you get 300, you add 300 to five to 200, you get 500, you get 500 to 300, you get 800, that kind of thing. Yeah, I think I'm going to do that. I think I'm going to raise Deliberate Assault to rank 2 just straight off. Yep. Not 12. That'd be nice, but... <laughs> yeah, and you, there is no limitation on how high you raise ranks. You don't have to cap them at your the circle above you or anything like that. Some people very deliberately will shoot their attack test up to like rank five at circle three or you know you can do it just it's a little just slows you down getting up to higher circles maybe just a tennis niche and what was that uh, air sailing yeah air sailing so in order to take that you have to spend 100 to get versatility up one rank and okay. then 100 uh for the air sailing itself oh okay that's so versatility is something you use uh to yeah you got to raise it a rank to then have rank number of versatility talents so that gives right. you a open slot for another talent and then uh -huh. you need to find someone willing to train you in air sailing as a talent which usually it's a harder ordeal but this is like they're clearly looking for people <laughs> right <laughs> and incredibly excited to train uh on that now uh we may have to work out some timing issues because i believe it takes longer for you to learn as a versatility talent. Am I right in that, Noah? I'm trying to remember. Uh, yeah, I think it takes double. Yeah, so it'll take two days instead of one, two. Well, so it would take uh, the rest of us a really long time, so. Yeah, yeah the rest it of you takes, takes a, week, a week anyway. <laughs> yeah, so 
you could have a separate session with, I guess, the uh, uh, God, I've forgotten the name already. I'm terrible for that. Gazila. Gazila, yeah. With Guliza. Guliza, not Gazila. There you go. Guliza, and she will, uh, and um, perhaps the rest can be, um, yeah, we'll, we'll figure that out, that there can be kind of a master class in this rather than a one-on-one with everyone. One rank. Or do I want to raise that up to two already? Just to... It's an option as well. Um, with versatility talents, can you not use karma? I can't remember. Uh, right. I can't karma. remember either. Yeah, you can't use karma. That is correct. So it's basically a skill, but not. Uh, I don't, I don't actually think there's any bonus to actually learning it as a... I don't know if there's any um, restriction to not using karma anymore. There was. I just actually looked at it today. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, you're not allowed to use karma on it, which is... Oh, okay. I, I guess it just means you... Well, it, it does raise the limit. 500 legend points. We could yeah. just, you know, use a house rule there and say, yeah, you can totally do that because it's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we could do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, not a big deal. But um, I think the other benefit you get, though, is you can raise beyond rank 10. Then, and it does, isn't going to take you rank weeks to learn new things. Yeah, yeah you can so. put up a rank in it, you know, two days of eight hours apiece or one day of 16 hours. Yeah. I think narratively, exactly. being able to use karma makes sense because you're magically pushing anyways. Exactly. I um, so I like the narrative of being able to use karma if you do it that way. Agreed. Um, okay, so who else is taking air sailing? Me! Okay, it's Faye as well. No, it's no. Like a cool thing to do, but um, no? man, there's a lot of pressure. Sure, why not? Right. I mean, it's only 100 uh, legend points, so to get to that rank one, if you okay. you, you can't skip legend points. Yes. Okay. Cool. Yeah. It's um, I know it doesn't make entirely sense, but yeah, it does. Okay. Uh, it's. I believe they. Yeah, because you got those journeyman skills that cost as if they were circle five talents uh, that you Oof. can get as well. But this isn't one of those. Uh, air sailing's like the closest thing to magic you can actually get as a skill. Uh, so. I guess it's just operating magical machinery in, in this case. Is it based on perception? Is that right? I believe so, but let me check. That's what I was going to do. I was going to pull up the air sailing talent. There we go. So that we can just quickly... Will. Oh, it's willpower. I forgot about that. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. No yeah. strain, uh, skill UCS, novice, and it's yep. sustained action. Yep, so it's like dealing with animals. It's willpower. Yep, willpower based. <laughs> Uh, so you get to know how to work the rigging, the tiller, the oars, um, air sailing tests. So, um, so uh, if you want to be captain, though, I think you got to have it higher than one or something like that. Okay. <laughs> so an adept who wishes to join a crew must know air sailing at rank one or higher. Uh, positions of command require greater ability. The higher the adept's air sailing rank, the bigger the ship you can command. Uh, the higher position they can fill. Um, to stay airborne, at least 25% of the required crew makes a, has to make a successful air sailing test each hour. Difficulty is five. Um, and um, so if, what you have a crew, if you don't? <laughs> if you have a crew of 20, you can get at least five rowers to stay afloat, that kind of thing. That's oh, I see, I see. So the rowers don't need to know it. Okay, so maybe that's where I got it wrong. It's that oh, you okay. need the crew, like the rowers are not considered crew in the same way. Oh, Okay. okay. So, yeah, you could do your bone circle thing, maybe. Yes! <laughs> yes, yes, yes! Skeleton uh, crew. Literally. <laughs> so, so this might be equivalent, such as two rowers, one of whom achieved force. Oh, but the rowers do row drill tests, it says. Maybe it's just when they're the crew that are rowing. I don't know. I guess. I don't know. 
All right. If at least 50% make successful tests, the airship can maneuver at its current altitude, dive or climb slowly in a straight line. If 75% are successful, the airship can speed up, maneuver while climbing and perform aerobatics. Um, so it's vague about how high your air sailing needs to be to be in command. Yeah. Um, but um, certainly I would say that there's probably positions beyond just being at the helm and rowing. So there will still be some training, I would say, of the trolls yeah. uh, in air sailing. Uh, and I'm sure people rotate sometimes. Like, I'm sure the trolls don't want to just be doing that. I'm sure yeah. they wouldn't. That'd be boring. And a windling may, uh, you know, may be able to do things like um, deal with some of the rigging. Um, and be a lookout. Mend the yeah. sails. Yep. You could probably also be able to command one of your spirits to do things on your behalf. Like, and you'll actually know what they should be doing and kind of, you know, supervise. I can be mending sails with sewing, too. Yep. Mm-hmm. So stuff like that. Excellent. <laughs> Well, I mean, if so, I can pour spirits down in the, in the basement rowing, that'll do our stuff, and the trolls can just mend most of the stuff and just switch two of them out at a time. Uh, I don't know if I'd trust your spirits to, to row. I'm pretty sure they'd be fine to row. But on command? And oh, no, in not unison. on command. No, no, yeah. no, just row. Just to row. Yeah, in unison, and because they, they're going to need to do it all together in, like, a, oh, okay. maybe not yeah, coordinated, <laughs> otherwise you're going to just go in circles. Okay, that'd be bad, yeah. Or upside down. Yeah. I mean, rowing is going to have some effect on the direction you take, and the, um, it, there's some there's some sailing, of course, of it, like the where the the sail is and uh, rudder and all that. But I'm sure if the oars were going all weird and out of sync, it wouldn't help at all. Fair enough. Um, Fine. Probably but, not. But maybe later on, when you get uh, the ability actual to bound like, spirits, I'm sure. Yeah, I get actual you know spirits who may have been air sailors in their former life. That no that that could be something. Our crew members. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's air sailing. All right. So when you, uh, let's say at some point you guys head back to the airship with this, uh, yeah, let's set a scene of like, let's say you've spent the week recovering, um, maybe a, let's say a week and a half training on our, our basically, I think I was joking yesterday that I think I invented Microsoft Flight Simulator for Earth Dawn, basically. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> so, uh, you could spend a week training on that, and uh, uh, except for Gareth, who learns it in like two days, and uh, uh, from the Ghostmaster, as well as the young, I think she's like 17, dwarf, uh, who, you know, is good at giving instructions, but very, a little too forgiving when you mess up, but uh, you still are able to um, achieve what you're looking for. Uh, is anyone going to more than first rank? I would like uh, Yes, I did. Yeah, you can, but uh, you know what, Navith can't because you need to That's wait it. a week uh, to, be skill, to be able to do it. And then yeah. you have to spend two weeks doing gotcha. it to get the next strength. So you'd have to kind of spend some time actually flying, probably. Yeah. In that case. Which is cool. So I, I can yeah. learn as we go. Yep. yep. You can learn as you go. I will uh, also yeah. learn a second rank in it. You're probably going to need this person to help you uh, along. So do these because. Ghostmaster oh, yeah. isn't going to go find hey, I don't think she would handle us leaving her behind. No, no. I think <laughs> yeah, I no. Hey, thanks for the helm. Bye. No, I don't <laughs> think that's going to happen. No, no, no. I we don't actually intended to. for her to come with us. Yeah, yeah she's part yeah. of the crew now. <laughs> part of the ship, part of the crew. Um, and so, uh, let's, yeah, set a scene, let's say, a week and a half later, so it gives you some extra time, to, uh, downtime and all that, and that maybe... You'll be postponing your celebrations to when you get the yeah. um, airship going. We'll have a over big, to the big camp. Celebration, and True. you've spent some time in that training, finding a good flat area to be able to land it. As you're being taught how to 
what kind of sites are ideal for landing an airship and what kind of sites to avoid. And um, so it's been about a week and a half later and you uh, head back to the old mine quarry thing and say no problems. Um, you can get in there and the ship is there. Um, Yay! And Emmett uh, will come along with you. Of course. Um, and, uh, hey, Rob, can we make a pit stop on the way and burn the old helm? <laughs> yes, you can, or bury it or that something. Sounds yeah. like a burn. 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 Yeah. Burn. Burn. At, at some point during the next week and a half, you could do that. Uh, it's a celebratory thing because we have to rename the ship anyway. Yep. Yeah, all true. <laughs> and Galiz is very excited to when she comes and she sees the airship and just can't stop like gawking at it and looking around everywhere and inspecting every part of it uh, as you go about. And Emmett kind of like is highly amused by all this in the background. Uh, May I make a suggestion real quick? Yeah. Um, it occurs to me since we're doing the training and circling up and everything over like the, it sounds like the course of a week and a half, almost two weeks, that during that time when we're not training or when people, you know, when people aren't training but others are, that we could actually prep the airship in little bursts, do a little bit every day. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, you can do little bits here and there. I mean, that would probably be part of the training, we'll say. Um, That she didn't bring the helm along, but the rest of it was like, oh, yeah. So, yeah, I guess because she had done that, she wouldn't be. Maybe the first time you went there, she was in complete awe, and Emmett's kind of, like, amused in the background, and she's, like, inspecting everything. And then once, you know, it takes until a second or third time before she can actually properly train people because Mm -hmm. she knows all this stuff innately and magically, but she hasn't experienced it, and... Uh, it's hard to kind of train and expect it and you know yeah you'll see her kind of inspecting it and like with astral sight or something like that i don't know if her sailors get that but let's just Mm -hmm. say she does um kind of looking it up and down making sure that everything's in in order and uh you know pointing out spots where it's like uh you know you might need to weave a new uh part of the sail or get some new ropes and uh parts where things have been let let go a little bit and not been done as well um but we'll fast forward to the day you get there with the helm and by this point Gulies is a little more confident but she's still kind of uh sweating a lot hoping that everything goes well that the uh quote-unquote installation of this thing uh <laughs> goes to her uh, uh goes to the specifications of a good functioning airship and uh with that, she is going to, uh, when installing it, let's just throw a, let's say, do that. So on a 14, she successfully weaves a thread to the uh, the helm, third thread, and uh, we'll say also succeeds in installing um, this, um, <laughs> installing this, uh, this helm. And okay. you'll actually hear a bit of a hum and uh, the leaves will look a little more alive uh, and kind of, uh, it's not that they were dead, but they're kind of drooping a bit um, before you notice now. Like before, it was just amazing that these leaves were alive, but now it's like vibrant and a uh, little bit of a glow coming from the center where all the roots, uh, tiny rootlets really are inside the little true air bubble. Okay, right. so are we gonna are we gonna take it back to the town and then have the renaming ceremony? Because I think that'd be cool, because that could be part of the party. Yes! Ceremonies are super important. Cool. This is. And on that, I'll describe the uh, third rank that she's just woven to it. So helm lockdown for a point of strain. The helm would only work for those who have previously weaved threads to it uh, until it's unlocked by the person who locked it or until a week has passed. 
Uh, one can spend extra strain at a rate of one per week if they want to lock it for longer. Counts as a free action. There's a corresponding unlock helm free action with a thought you can unlock it. Right. Yeah, no, you had a quick, pro- yes. a quick question. Yes. Being as this is a warden tier, um, yep. I see that it's only while using the helm. Can you just make that as when you're using the ship? Uh, for because the otherwise we can't use the air sailing other than if you're the pilot. The bonus? Uh, yeah, yeah. You, as long as, you, let's say, yeah, when, um, yeah, yeah, you can do that. We'll, we'll adjust that. That actually makes sense. As long as you have threads woven to it and are yeah. on board, we'll say. Okay, perfect. Uh, on board, or the helm is installed on that ship. Yes. Oh, fair enough. Maybe that's can be the, moved. Yeah. It could be just sitting below decks or something. In theory. <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, that's an easy enough adjustment to make that. Okay. And Lots there are higher ranks to this, but um, you don't know what they are. Neither does Guliza, because uh, it is warden tier, and that means it does go higher. Um, and yeah, up to six threads. So that means six people can be thread woven to this at one time. That's pretty cool. And um, yeah. I think I would still keep the turbulent gust one as a. You got to be piloting though, because that's yeah, the intent. That's yeah. yeah, that's cool. Just the other one didn't really make sense when it was that powerful yeah. an item. Yeah, I think my intent was more like the person who's captaining and using it is just going to be better at it over time. But I could see how like several people need to get better because mm-hmm. uh, you need several people to work together on it. So yeah, exactly. Cool. All right. So Guliza has got. It's successfully installed, and you'll notice an unusual vibration going through the airship. Not something you'd felt before while aboard, but um, and maybe you wouldn't notice it as much if you hadn't trained in air sailing. Um, but uh, yeah, you've got that, and uh, and uh, one of the trolls takes uh, the one of the uh, not oars, but like there's a, a long pole they have, and just a push off from the shore uh, under in the in the cave. And to basically sail this boat out of that cave and into the open water, so you can try to do a takeoff. And uh, with that, everyone roll air sailing. Wow! Okay. And I just crash. I mean, and I just went through everything, and I do have enough to circle ne- later. Okay, there you go. Woo! Okay. So. Rolls. So success. Your target is five, but yeah, extra successes Action count for. Step is seven. And while there is other crew rolling, I'll just use your guys' thing. And Faye, are you helping out with this? There we go, four. So even though Faye failed on that, the rest are successes enough that you can get yourself airborne and begin to take off. Nice. And navigate fairly simply. And uh, yeah, Galiza is extremely focused while doing this, looking a little nervous, but... Um, Seems to be trained well enough in it to be able to manage to turn to the direction you need to go. And um, we'll just do one more air sailing test for landing. Although I know that's probably less than an hour away. So. Nope. Ooh. Nope, but two extra two successes with Flintstat. And let's see what Faye gets. Yay! That is enough. I'm uh, a little excited. <laughs> that is enough to safely land to a cheering crowd um, around uh, the Camp Tannis, I guess we'll call it. We did the thing! Awesome. Hi, guys! I'll wave to everybody. I'm just flying around the ship super excited. <laughs> like, I'm doing... <laughs> Think of a cat with the zoomies. That's me right now. That's Napheth. <laughs> <laughs> just super excited. Did we ever go over what the um, community, uh, which you know, gave itself a new name, didn't it? Uh, not that I knew. Not that no, I knew. I- I had Maybe no you forgot that. to tell us. 
No, well, I did tell you. you hadn't had the celebration yet, maybe. I did tell you guys because oh. I remember it, but I've forgotten the term already. It was. Oh, let me check the notes. Oh, and it was something. Oh, yeah. Um, the name of the uh, poem, Juari. Oh, right. Yes. Yes. So, my I bad. That. So, Camp Juari. Camp Juari. Yeah. All right. Then. They name themselves after the Juari tree now. Um, and uh, upon landing, you'll be greeted by one of the new, um, I don't know if elders is the right term, but uh, members of the council uh, will congratulate you and ask. Um, and I'm just going to check as a GM first. I didn't do a thing before, did we, where they decided where they were going? I don't think so. Okay. They, so, no, they, were, they were just setting up their new council thing. Yep. yep. So they'll invite you. Um, um, they'll shake your hands and uh, congratulate you and um, invite you into a meeting of the new council of Juari, uh, if you are willing to attend tonight. Totally. Sure. And um, excellent. Um, so fast forward to the council meeting. Anybody not going to that? Or is everyone, everyone all good? <laughs> I guess everybody's going to go. <laughs> all right. Awesome. So, Sorry, uh, I had my mute on. I'm oh, totally there. Cool. Um, so after some kind of some ceremonious discussions, um, formalities of uh, honoring their previous elders uh, who decided things for them, and in fact, they've brought on a couple of the elders to the council just so there is some elder influence. They, the younger ones felt they need to be someone with previous experience leading involved. Um, they will, um, one of the leaders, uh, well, actually, Elandra, the illusionist, is actually one of the leaders. She will turn to you and say, well, Adeps, um, we are not totally decided on where to go next, but uh, we would like your advice. Um, we have heard of the Lenqua from uh, Karst here, and he will kind of nod, and uh, later he'll explain that he got roped into being on this council, even though he kind of didn't want to be. And uh, we could go see the Lenqua, or go to Syrtis is another location that's been thrown around, or built here. But uh, what do you advise? Uh, windlings and uh, uh, Fae, and uh, yeah, they'll uh, not at Gareth as well, but uh, he's kind of one of them too. So, um, well, uh, I would not recommend sitting up here because, as as we told you before, obviously the horror that was attacking you before is still somewhat around in one shape, way, or shape or form. Uh, so, staying guess. here would probably not be the best idea. But either of the other two would be great. Uh, the Lenkwa could definitely use your help. And the city is a city, so that's always good. Mm. And um, they will turn to Navith and ask, uh, so what of you, Navith? What do you think? Uh, well, what I did was I just went out there. So I definitely agree that going out somewhere is really good. So I think I like the city. It's lots of fun. But the Linkwa are kind of smart people, but they don't really know much about out there either. So what you do you say? I'm sorry. That's okay. I can't tell you where to go, but my recommendation is that while you are still new in the world at large, honor your community. There will be time, so much time in the future that you can, your your youngers can adventure out in the world, but it would be good for you to have a place that you can return to and make your home. Excellent. Well, um, hmm, you're still somewhat deadlocked, it seems, but... Um... Well, uh, we do have Karst here, who uh, does have ties to Lenkwa and 
clearly has confusion over what's going on over there. And he'll kind of say, confusion? <laughs> yeah, that's a light way of putting it. And he starts mumbling. And um, But also, we do have members of the Astral Vanguard that wouldn't mind comparing notes with them. So perhaps uh, that would be somewhere to start. And then we could decide after we reach there. And then that way, uh, we, we worry we could bring the horror with us to Syrtis, to a city, which... Yeah, it maybe that wouldn't be so bad. It would uh, the mark would fade away from us, and maybe a horror would shy away from that many people about. But then again, the Lenkwa have a history of fighting horrors, and they have a rune beacon that could draw it out. And they want company. That is true too. So, um, well, we would ask of you then is um, could you assist us in this travel if we were to go to the Lenkwa? It would be our absolute delight. And seeing as you have an airship, I wonder, perhaps you could scout the route uh, to there for us? You could also shuttle people. Or at least some of the the heavier stuff, so you're not trying to, like, drag it all along. Oh, that's a fair offer. However, uh, we do worry about how many trips that might take. Yeah. Well, we could carry some of the heavier stuff with us while we scouted ahead. True. That might make um, the going a little quicker, too, for you. Um, yes, perhaps over more important items. Yeah. Um, important heavy items, that is. Yeah, or Almost any there. elderly who maybe it's a long journey and don't want to walk that far, or anyone who's sick or something. Oh, we worry maybe less about that. that. They can always sit aboard a wagon or... Just trying to yeah. be helpful. I'm sure we could totally scout out ahead great. of you. We wouldn't want uh, them to burden you during an important scouting mission, uh, should something go wrong. I think we could totally scout out for you. I like scouting. Well, uh, let us uh, take your leave of us, and we shall decide. And um, you will gesture out, uh, you know, to, let's say this is in a big tent. Uh, they'll uh, open up the tent for you to go. And thank you for your um, advice. Ready to- okay, out we go. Yep. Cam, your mic is cutting off sometimes. Oh, sorry. All right, let's oh, get ready for the rename party. Woo! All right, so what's the uh, plan for the renaming party? So it's basically kind of a, ideas. it's like a whole party. Like it's for the the coming out. It's for renaming the airship. It's basically like one big celebration for the for sort of all the things that have happened in the last sort of couple weeks. The awesomeness mm-hmm. that is the care coming out. They've renamed themselves as we're renaming the ship. So there's going to be that. There's going to be lots of fun foods. You know, I've had some of the people there helping out with getting ready for, like, making nice, you know, the the cares sort of whatever their tasty celebration foods are, working on some of those things and stuff like that. Getting getting meats and having those all cooked up through the day. And there's going to be some, like, arm wrestling and, like, some drinking th- competitions. You know, those sort of fun little things that aren't, like, big, oh my god, I'm better than you, but, like, just the, the standard sort of fun party sort of things um, people can can do. The morning before uh, this happens, you actually, when you wake up, you notice that in your pocket, um, you find another one of those little packets that you threw into the fire. Okay. Way back at uh, Worktown. <laughs> I'm going to look at it and just grin and go, you got it. Yeah. <laughs> So I am ready for that. Like, that's going to be, like, for the whole starting off the whole party in the evening. Uh, anyone else have any plans for this party? What's Fayanker up to in this? Oh, man. Any Swordmaster competitions? That would, yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, and, you know, seeing who's got what kind of music going on and if it's good enough. Yeah. Well, there certainly would be quite a bit going on there. Excellent. And Linstad with some spirits, maybe. <laughs> I could probably do that. I could actually, I was just thinking, I could probably get the uh, Galiza's old master, if I can find her, I could probably get her to manifest. Yep. If that's yeah, cool. you could do. Yeah, you could do that, and she would definitely be interested in observing this emergence party, emergence festival. It's yeah, emergence and celebration, emergence and renaming party. Yeah, party planner. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to be like in full sort of fiery robe, sort of dress type thing that I've been working on since I became yeah a quester. Sort of Excellent. various different bits of color of fabrics to make it all look fiery and flamey so that when I'm flying around and dancing in the air and stuff, it flickers with me. Okay, so uh, I would have you roll a quester half magic. For oh, that. okay. So you're going to be adding your quester rank to okay. your charisma, say, on this. Quester you can rank. use karma if you want. Yep, so quester rank is one, so that's seven plus one is eight, and karma. Eleven, yeah, that's an excellent. Uh, I would say that you're very successful in your endeavors uh, for this party. Uh, everything goes well. Nobody gets in a fight or anything. Just yeah. just friendly, friendly brawls. <laughs> yeah, that's part of having a party. Not unfriendly ball, brawls. And uh, at some point, there is a giant bonfire um, at which you can do yeah, what as, you do. Yeah, as the bonfire goes up, I'm going to just sort of look out at everybody and welcome the the and welcome care juari into the world yeah into the world the people of juari i guess yeah Yeah. the people of juari into the world and i'm going to drop the packet into the fire as i do excellent and uh why don't i have you have earl half magic again you can use karma if you want okay so that's again eight and karma 14 oh an extra success so on that you um the fire turns to various colors and sparkles into the air and um for the uh, next half hour or so everyone's really amazed because um this bright flaming windling jumps out of the fire and dances around (laughs) and um you gain three devotion points Um, how many have you used so far uh, let me just go and check. I think your limit's 10, so I'm just looking. Yeah. I had already done. used three. Okay, so there you go. So there, that puts me back up. And uh, you've also unlocked uh, the ability to spend 200 to get a second rank in Quester. Awesome. That's exciting. And I'll yeah. do that later. And the people of Jari are named. Now, what about the boat? Yes. How do we do that for the boat? Well, we wanted to burn the... Oh, yeah, we already did that. That's, that. that's part of getting rid of the old name. Yeah. So I'm going to go to that spot, and I'm actually going to take some of the ashes there from, yeah. like, I'm going to have collected some of the ashes from okay. the burnt from the burnt thing, and I'm yeah. going to take them and like, because I'm going to like sort of bring over everybody over, and some of the I'm going to take like a burning brand from the from the bonfire with me to the ship. Okay. I'm not lighting the ship on fire. <laughs> And I'm going to create just like a smaller campfire there near near the ship, but not lighting it so the brand stays so that I can using that brand. Yep. And I'm going to put the ashes into that fire as well so that they're the ashes of the old, the old, the old name, basically. And I'm going to look at the others. What's our new name? What's the name of our new ship? Raising Spirits. Oh, I like that. 
Okay. Raising okay. spirits it is. And I'm going to look at, like, um, on the bow of the ship, There would your norm- there's, like, lights for, like, night sailing and stuff, right, on the ship? Uh, there could be. Yeah, you could do light crystals. Things like yeah. that can be uh, I'm going to have, like, I'm going to actually, like, hang, uh, have hung, like, a little lantern or something yep. somewhere. And I'm going to take a burning brand from the, the fire that has the ashes in it. And I'm going to, like, it's just a taper. And I'm going to go up and I'm going to light the the lantern using okay. the ashes of the old one. You are now raising spirits. And as she does that, I'm going to take my dagger and slice my arm and spread blood on the front of the ship. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that got Christmas fast. It's a very Nethermancer thing to do. It totally is. And uh, yeah, this is a nice small ceremony. You'll notice that there are, you know, the troll crew you had is here, Gareth and... Uh, Guliza is very involved with this. Yeah, Emmett. Oh, and, and I'll summon her. And uh, Emmett's there. I'll summon the spirit at that point, too, because why yeah. not? And, uh, yeah, and yeah, Natha, a spirit. Uh, and uh, when you light the first uh, lantern at the front, we'll say there's some other lanterns around that will actually get, ca- they will all catch flame. Nice. At the same time. Yeah. Have and like who knows who did that if it was a Matha or someone else, but. <laughs> I'm just going to smile. And, uh, yeah. And, and enjoy the, the rest of my, the crew and my friends. I'm, I'm going to look at the astral space and see how the new pattern looks. Oh, yeah, take a look. And let me know if anyone else is doing that. I'm totally going to look at astral space. And I, actually, I'll get Navith to also do one more uh, quest or half magic just for the naming oh, okay. ceremony, too. Whoa! 14, 31. So you got a nice, bright, shiny pattern on this. And it's I'm gonna clearly look. a different pattern than it had before. Um, no noticeable taint at all. Yay! And while the helm does glow very slightly, you're pretty well assured that that's due to just the general area uh, as it's open ish not tainted too much but you know it's in between that taint and open kind of Mm -hmm. thing around here and on yeah 10 so that's your renaming ceremony excellent yeah and then my astral sense site and if if you had more room for devotion points we'd grant you more but i don't think there's more moment yeah (laughs) One thing we messed up in the devotion points previously, and this was my fault, was that they are actually D4s, not D6s. Okay. So uh, until your quester ranks five or six, then it goes okay. up. But uh, yeah, and I, uh, if you do raise that rank, I'll have to look up what happens there. I don't know if you get another, I don't think you get another devotion until rank four, five, something there. It may just, it raises your half magic and so on, I think, but I'll have to check. Um. Yeah. On an eight, what's that for? Perception. That was my. That, that was my um astral sight. Yeah. So you can get your eyes into astral space. It looks nice and pretty. Yeah. Doing quite well, and it's a new pattern. Yeah. Most definitely a new pattern. And, I'm just gonna uh, be smiley and happy. Excellent. And so for this evening, everyone's having a nice party, and uh, you'll notice Galiza kind of drank a little too much, um, being a little too excited, and she gets very talkative and awkward, uh, or quite a bit of it. Gets in an argument with a Mesa. <laughs> but uh, they're friendly again in the morning. Or at least she, she's regretful of the argument. And um, all right. So into the next day, we'll say, is uh, is uh, has come. And um, what are your plans on the next day? I think everyone's at this point. It's been a couple weeks. You've gotten your training in. You've gotten your uh, circling up for some of you in. And yeah. Navith, we can deal with that after. Okay. Hey, Eric. Hey. All you missed was the party. Hello. That's yeah. what we did. So we did a quick naming yeah. ceremony for the Juari people. 
You saw a fiery windling come out of the campfire for like a half hour. Oh. And dance around. Not me. <laughs> fire dancing. Yeah. One that like, looks like it's made out of fire. Yeah. Another windling. Yeah. I'm not sure one. what that is. Actually, I'll get Gareth to roll um, a uh, perception or awareness. Actually, no, it would be perception, actually, because it's to see how aware you might be of what that is okay. without someone telling you. <laughs> Step six. Nine. Yeah, that's pretty good. So you've heard stories in the past of the Passion Fluranus um, sometimes appearing to people as a fiery windling oh. uh, dancing around celebratory fires. And so when you see this, you're kind of gobsmacked that Maybe. you may have been visited by a passion uh, during this. Um, oh, wow. Of course, you've got a... Pretty you've fire. Gotta, <laughs> I think you know that... that uh, yeah, now I, I've mentioned it before. But, um, yeah, I think it's one of those things questers never, like, <laughs> are silent about, generally. No, unless they're a quester of this or something. Yeah. But, <laughs> um, but, yeah. I mentioned that I was a party planner for four yes. <laughs> Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. Yep. Yeah. And then Floridus showed up. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay then. And but she's I, actually. I planned. Navith, actually, you noticed that she had tossed something in the flame before that happened, and it changed the flame to various colors, kind of a rainbow of colors coming out of the flame, and lots of sparkles coming out as sparks uh, from the flame. This big, huge bonfire with also the windling dancing around it. Manifestation, perhaps, of Floranius. And, and then um, we went and we named the ship. Small naming ceremony for the ship, and uh, which is now which spirits arise? What is it? Rising, Rising spirits. spirits. Raising spirits. spirits. All right, uh, Raising think... spirits. And so we're fast forwarding the next morning. Um, who wakes up with a hangover? <laughs> Probably, Me. most likely. Who doesn't? I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Gareth does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just doesn't wake up in the morning. She's like, nope. What? Pulls her head up, pulls a blanket Aww. over her head, and says, nope. <laughs> And so we'll say it's about noon before everyone's actually yeah. awake and um, willing to do anything. Yeah. Um, the previous night there was a council meeting and it was a decision that the um, that uh, Lenqua was the next destination for the people, uh, the Juari people, um, but that you would be scouting ahead with the airship um, with a crew of uh, trolls. Um, Emmett is, of course, joining uh, in her own silent way. Um, still a little myth she didn't figure out what happened to her old stuff, but she keeps a lot of her personal items on her. Um, and uh, Guliza, Orcha, the, uh, I guess, de facto captain in this uh, scenario, although she will defer to Navith at any yeah. given time. <laughs> <laughs> She's still a little too starstruck with everyone. Uh, at one point during like her being Star Trek, I'm just going to finally look at her and be like, I put on my pants one leg at a time, just like you do. Unless I'm really excited and then I just jump right in them or forget them. <laughs> and you can tell there's times where she wants to argue <laughs> with you on like the finer points of air sailing, but she's way too polite. So as she it. starts to get to look at any of those points and say, so what would you do? <laughs> well, yeah, I would tie it this way. And uh, okay. we need better help. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Basically, that's how I'm going to deal with her. <laughs> Whenever she gets getting awkward and... Excellent. So, uh, any any plans before takeoff? Anybody need um, equipment? Oh, Hello. Yes, I was going to say um, 
we have that broadsword, uh, maybe we could trade it for something more useful one of for us. us? Could use. Okay. Um, I'll have Lindstadt roll uh, charisma. <laughs> Why don't I leave it to the Hegel person? Or you could do that, but I, I have a particular idea for you. Oh, you should just oh, do it, okay. Lindstadt. Oh, you do it. Okay. I actually even know what my charisma step is. <laughs> I know mine uh, is. I we'll see how bad you are at it, but we'll see. Okay. Well, well I'm sure it's not going to be good. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, eventually Noah's got to roll bad, right? Mm. Nope. <laughs> so eight is pretty That's good. okay. That's not bad. Yeah, eight is but pretty it's good. it's not your usual. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll so on an, on an eight, you actually um, are able to barter with a another nethermancer um, to get yourself a matrix item, if you like. Oh, nice. If that's something you're interested in. I would totally take a matrix item. All right. It, we'll figure out what chance. that is later, but... Uh, I was going to say, maybe it's an enhanced matrix item. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I'll have to look it up later, <laughs> but we'll, we'll say that you at least have a standard matrix item. Okay, fair um, enough. Because I don't think you have many items, uh, thread items right now, do you? Uh, you just got the key. No, I the... just got the key. Yeah. I figured about time you get something. <laughs> Uh, although you do roll well enough that it's like you have already seven <laughs> right items. So, uh, any plans otherwise for uh, equipment, dwell house, booster potions, healing potions? Yeah, oh, last, yeah, last chance grabs doing. We have 720 group silver currently. We've got kernels of elemental air that are worth 320 silver, or we can just keep them. Uh, we've got a bunch of trinkets worth 150 silver, but I bet the care doesn't really have that much money to spend things on. And we've got two elemental air coins. Just so that people know how much we have to kick around. What do we have left for potions? I have two boosters and a healing left on me. Uh, let me just check my personal inventory. Oh, yeah. Um, would I be able to sell that thorax web for 40 yeah. silver? Yep, definitely. Cool. So I have a last that. chance potion. That is the only potion I have currently. <laughs> I have... Where the hell would I put that? I have one booster left, and that's it. I have no boosters. I will throw you a booster. <laughs> I can buy one. I could just give you one of the two I have. Oh, okay. It's that I still have one. Okay. So it'd be book price with these people. Um, if there's anything you want to purchase, uh, healing, last chance, booster, or some Kelix poultices, those kinds of things. That, what was the other one? The um, antidote. Yeah, the antidote if you're worried about poison. There's the uh, wound, the salve of closure. That's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How much is that? 200? Is that right? Whatever the book is. Uh, just going to try to find the right page. Um, what the page is. Slightly less than the healing potion. Uh, it's 200, yeah. And our right. healing potion is what, 250? The healing potion is 300. 300, okay. So which would we like, guys? Ah. I have 40 silver coins. I have no idea what to do with them. Um, uh, that's probably more of a this part of a party buy right now. I think for, in terms of items. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and you yeah. don't really need weapons, so you won't need to update those. Oh, you're, what... you're pretty good on armor right now too. I think, right? So uh, I have padded leather. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything specific people would like to have for potions that we need still? I mean, healing potions would always be yeah welcome yeah, so and wanted. Yeah, I'm gonna base you, you. Yeah, I like pull out the big bag of silver. Okay. I'm the treasurer. Aha. Um, so, anybody input? Do we want to get another booster potion? Do we want to get a salve of closure for wounded? We should at least make sure everybody's got one booster potion. Does everybody have a booster potion? Yes. I do not. Okay, we're going to get you a booster potion. 
Okay. Okay. How much is that? 80. 50. 50? 50? Yeah, With it's only them? 50 in the book. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, That's even cheaper than I thought. Went down to the previous edition. I also, think. Salve, uh, salve of Closure sounds like it's a good idea. Okay, well, we'll, we'll, so we'll keep me. hold of one of those. Especially yeah. to me, who gets in the faces of things. <laughs> to deal, don't worry. Okay, so we will have. I'll I'll grab us one salve of closure, and we'll just and I'll keep hold of that until it's needed. Sound good? Okay, sounds good. And okay. I put booster potion on my personal yes. equipment list. Yes. Yeah. So how much is the salve of closure? Uh, two hundred. Okay, that's easy math. Okay, I think we're good for now. Awesome. And one thing I forgot to mention for uh, Gareth is you probably have with you a um, horror fend uh, blood churn. That's just something that people Damn. of your care, everyone in your care. <laughs> so um, we'll talk. About, we'll talk about how that works later. But for now, we'll just assume you have one with you, um, and uh, maybe one other blood charm. But we'll see. Because um, okay. you guys were kind of a little blood charm. Some of them were a little blood charm obsessed. You know. But, uh, <laughs> hey, we better do that. True enough. Yep. So, if anybody wants to buy blood charms, there is anything you want. <laughs> I need to pricey, sit, I need to sit down through the book and actually read all this stuff because I yeah I feel yeah. so out of. That's okay. I don't know <laughs> much either. Don't worry. Okay. I'm, I just wing it. All you need to know uh, is blood charms are scary and nobody wants them. No, they're excellent. They work great. <laughs> I uh, wing most of mine. I'm brand new to the game, too. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone from Caratanis would have no problems with blood, blood magic. In fact, would be um, some of them were addicts, more or less. Like, um, oh, fun. Linstep Lin stopped one from depatterning um, himself. In fact, another uh, gauntlet that almost used so many blood oh, charms he exploded. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey. Yeah. Fair chance I probably knew them, and fair chance yep. that would be a cautionary tale to me. Yep. He, he, like, he was an orc. I guess uh... we start, do we want to start scouting now, or yep. do we start scouting once they're ready to go and help them get ready to go? What's the plan? Let's go with now. I'm terrible at planning. I just like to go and do things. Let's probably, go! Probably, we can probably get the best route party to planner. Oh, that's a different type of planning altogether. Oh, okay. That's the fun kind of planning. And, you, you can um, see the wheels turning Garrett's head as he tries to math that one out. <laughs> There's a difference. To add to the train of NPCs in this vessel, good lord, uh, Karst will be coming along too because that makes Yay! sense. So even more adventure times. I know where our first stop is after we we get these people all settled. Yeah, we take take him to find his stone. Uh, that's second. Oh. We, we, we gotta go pick somebody up. Oh yeah! <laughs> we have a friend to pick up to add yeah. to the ever more numbers of people on the boat. Who do you need to pick up? <laughs> we, we need to I'm pick, lost on this. We need to pick up your guy, Gentosh. Oh, I see. Oh, geez. We, we have plans. We have plans. Oh God. <laughs> okay. All right. My character <laughs> hasn't been seen for ages. Yeah. Oh. No, we left behind. Last time we were there. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> He's been backgrounded. Gareth, oh. just Gareth will just happily follow along. He's he's just you know the past the past week and a half, two weeks have been something of a daze for him because he's actually been out. Yes. He's acclimated out. a little more, but the but the but the prospect of seeing more of the outside has. Kind You're of... gonna get to see it from a way that you don't normally get to see the outside world. It's the most beautiful way to see it. 
flying! Yay! Yeah. That is quite interesting because... It's the best way in the world to see everything. As a gauntlet, we don't really touch air. And to be able to fly feels like I'm touching something unknowable. Stick with me, and you'll see the, from the air all the time. Let's go! Let's. I'm going to show you the world. And now I'm going to go zipping off to the ship and take my post up on the crow's nest. Okay, so this ship, I haven't described it terribly well yet, but I'm going with a requires six rowers, um, um, therefore kind of a crew of at least, I would say, eight minimum, and that includes your you folks, like six that are trolls um, uh, to handle the three oars on each side. So this is, uh, in the book, they don't even have a fourth edition version of airships yet, but the third edition one I was able to take a peek at, and um, I think the small Drakkar is the one with like 12 oars, so I'm going with this, like even... I don't know what to class this thing as, but it's still a even smaller Drakkar, we'll say. Um, so the lowest deck, you get six trolls, uh, and there, there's actually going to be eight on board, so they can trade off um, shifts uh, when it does come to rowing. And uh, there's a second deck wherein um, there's crew quarters and a little spot that's like a canteen for food and drink and uh, hanging out um, for the crew. Also, kind of a cargo hold in that uh, that deck as well, and uh, and then the upper deck where there is a, a area for the um, there's a cabin for the captain slash member, and then the bridge above that, and uh, otherwise, of course, the sails. Which um, well, they're doing well enough now, but someday you may want to make some new ones. Uh, they still have the symbol of uh, uh, what would you call it, uh, the Ark of Vivane on it. And uh, that you may want to make something new someday. And uh, beyond that, uh, yeah, so you have uh, probably the uh, cargo hold is probably where you're going to keep your pets, I'm guessing. Probably, yeah. And various items, um, the goat or what, what was it? Is it a goat? Or... It's a donkey. Donkey. The donkey. Uh, who ate... I, I want to try to make the donkey my friend. <laughs> I can't. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, you're a thing. My animal what, what would be the living condition? Commonly for the care, I, I want to know what kind of, what uh, kind of not cramped, cramped, because it is like I mean, hairs are usually huge, but ooh, oh my gosh, I finally, finally win! Woo! <laughs> the donkey is now my friend. <laughs> I have a fourth companion. Oh, oh lord! <laughs> um, yeah, so care Tannis because it was a care within a care, smaller than usual care, but still big. Um, but it is cramped quarters for like a hundred people. Um, not cramped quarters in the sense that we would think it in modern world, because you know you can easily have a hundred people living in an apartment building and you're fine. But more in the you know that a, a kind of a medieval, yeah, uh, in a medieval era you would expect people not to be so cozy, um, more spread out. And so for them it feels um, more cramped, but they really did have a lot of space in there still. Um, mm-hmm. The cares were built to be really gigantic and. Um, while you were in a smaller section of it, it wasn't terribly disproportionate to the population you had originally in the bigger right. care. Like if the bigger care felt comfortable for a thousand people, um, this other care is a tenth of the size, but has a tenth of the people. So it maybe maybe that's a way to think about it. Less space to go around that, in general, but I was thinking you might go for the largest non-captain cabin. Go dibs <laughs> and carve <laughs> his name on the door. 
And I don't know if this is a big enough ship to really have cabins for everyone. It would be more like uh, kind of bunk beds uh, alongside, kind of like how do you expect a train would have um, kind of slots for people. Although they are big. They're not small because you do expect trolls, trolls? to be um, yeah. having their own space. So it's yeah. not small, but this isn't a big airship. <laughs> Someday I'll have to come up with the actual dimensions and such. All right, so everyone will air sailing on takeoff. That? Oh, boy. Winston's going to make up for it all. Yep. And uh, Gareth will get you to roll. Uh, and you can use Carmen. We'll you continue once again. On air sailing. I don't, I don't know Is that an exclamation point before or after? After. After. Okay. I mean, so you're all well. kind of helping out? Yes, so excellent. So that's enough successes for the as many players as we have. I don't want to get into NPC roles too much. Uh, mm-hmm. So Guliza has no problem piloting for the next while um, mm-hmm. this thing off into the distance. And so what's your regular, um, what's your path that you want to take in this, actually, for those who want to mm-hmm. play? Um, are you going to follow the Kalkavik uh, River West? Um, we can just take the same trail that we had before. Yeah, because I'm thinking that, that as a smaller airship, maybe it's not the brightest idea to go over peaks of mountains. No, no. And we want to no. go a way that we can lead them around. Actually, um, going by the river would be a good idea because then we could also—it's a ship, so we can sit down in the river too. Yep. Yeah, we can still travel in, yep. if yep. there's a, a yeah. bad, you know, weather day. We can just stick to the river. Because, you know, ship. Interesting. I hadn't thought about that, but yeah. <laughs> At least to a certain point. Um, the, yeah. the the river's going to dry up eventually or get too small on rocky and dangerous for that eventually. Um, that said, also, nobody has a talent sailing, just air sailing. No. So you may just have to moor yourself with bad sure. weather. Uh, you can take sailing, but I don't know. There isn't much in the rules about sailing an airship on the river. <laughs> there should be. Well, I mean, you know. Again, when I when yeah. I picture airship, I go with the classic oh, yeah. kind of steampunky thing, which is oh. a ship with a balloon made for propellers. Yeah, these oh. are a bit different. These are more like a take a galleon, and um, the conceptual framework of the magic behind this is kind of the like for like kind of thing. Uh, uh-huh. It's designed like a um, galleon, uh, kind of like a Viking ship actually, uh, with the oars and all that too. Uh, but uh, Instead of sailing through water, it sails through air in the same way that those sail through water. Okay, that's so how the magic works. And okay, there's even so a note in the airship thing about, like, there's been some attempts to make earth ships, like, as in sails through dirt and through rock. That did not work well. Yeah, it hasn't worked out yet, but that, that is an actual thing uh, uh, that has been attempted uh, with the like-for-like like kind of thing, so... But also, there are sh- Thera has a lot of airships that are stone-based uh, that uh, that fly as well. So, but in Barsave, wood ships are more of the thing. Makes sense. Uh, they are significantly easier to make, which helps. Yes, and the stone ones tend to rely on so many people that you. That, that's partly why it works well for Thera because they have slavery, so they will uh, <laughs> often make use of that for those kinds of things. How nice okay. for them. Yep. So. Uh, what is your average day-to-day going up the river, I'll say? Following along the river? Um, I'm going to do a lot of time spent, like, sort of up in the crow's nest looking out and then sort of keeping an eye out, because that's kind of 
the best I, most I can do because I can't row, take a turn rowing. Yeah, and I'll be up at the very front on the, the front of the ship, standing on the railings, oh, watching, making sure that we're on the right trail. And yep. if there's and if any there's bad any... things that we need to kill, that we can go and kill them. Yeah, <laughs> I'm keeping an eye to make sure we're not getting attacked. Gareth will Raiders. spend equal time flexing his air sailing muscles and cooking. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I'm also going to get take as you know if there's any options for it. I will be lear- practicing and learning to get to, to try to get my my skill higher in air shipping. Okay. Yeah, I have, the reason I, I say this is because I have knowledge baking, and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like the idea that Gareth is just going to he becomes the, the crew. I mean, nice. you have an audience now, like you have, yep. you have customers now. So. I can oh. repair the sails. I I can sew. I'll make you. A, I can sew you an apron if you need one. That would be very kind of you. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> so it's actually pretty rapid the amount of distance you're able to make. And say, I'm going to say it's a smaller airship, so it's a little slower. But you're able to actually make it all the way to the source of the Concavit River in a day. Um, let's say by um, you're taking off at like 2 p.m. Actually, no, maybe not the source totally, but um, almost to the source um, by sunset. Um, You've planned on traveling overnight in the air, or Galiza um, says you could go either way. The weather looks all right, but um, we don't want to get too far away either because yeah. we're trying to keep an eye out for them so they don't get attacked or anything. Yeah, true. Yeah, we're making sure that the, the we're making sure that there is a good route and making sure it's clear and stuff. But we also want to kind of go back and forth between them so we can keep an eye on them. Um, How fast yeah. can we travel? In an airship. Pretty Quick. fast. It is pretty <laughs> fast. Like, you can get to the source of the river in a normal day, which is uh, equivalent of, what is it? Equivalent of six days riding, pretty much. But Ooh. I'm saying for w- this airship, wow. probably the equivalent of five days riding instead. Yeah. Because it is a smaller one. Um, which is the equivalent of maybe seven days walking. Um, that kind of thing. So, pretty Still, quick in a day. I mean, yeah. Um, That's a week's travel down into, what, a day, you said? Pretty much, yeah. Uh, and it means you could get to Lenkwa Village in a couple days, kind of thing. Get the Lenkwa Village ready for them and then come back. But, um, yeah. yeah, you may want to, you're paying extra attention, I'll say. Maybe I'll have uh, everyone roll perceptions to awareness? see how they're, or awareness, to see how they're doing in these two days of um, watching uh, the path that would be taken and noting it down. Nobody has cartography, I'm guessing. I do making. not. No. That would have been awesome. To watch. Oh my god. <laughs> Dude, uh, wow. I would just like to high five Eric at this point. Yeah. It's okay. I got a 19. Yeah. We're good. And now with, uh, I got a 10. You used karma, though. What did you use? Oh, awareness? Yeah. Awesome. All right. And, I did not use karma. And you got 19? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm 19, uh, I will say. Uh, so you're, you've basically come out where I would say the kind of uh, the valley where you originally entered the valley that mm-hmm. headed up to the source of the Kakavik Mountain. And as the airship comes around to come down to the location where the, uh, the um, Lenkwa are, there is, um, you, you see the plateau there on far in the distance, mm-hmm. but nearby you are seeing a very unusual like building that seems to be in t- concealed by trees and then not too far from that building that has trees concealed, um, uh, trees concealing it. And it looks, it looks almost like someone's planted some very intentionally like shade trees to hide this building. That's uh, so what you're thinking because you're like, these trees stand out in terms of species. 
from everything else. Like somebody planted that there. Um, other than that, there is a barn and a farmhouse and some animals um, down below. And um, you are, let me think. Um, How badly do we spook those poor animals? Yeah. Trying to think of the, uh, I had something else. Uh, but no, I've forgotten about that. So that, just mentioning basically that. Yeah. So that's what you see so far. Okay, and how far away is this? Oh, not far. You could land easily because there's kind of a farming area here. And um, I'll have you maybe roll an additional perception just because where this location is and some other maps from much earlier. Nine? Okay, nine's pretty good. Um, All of us roll perception? No, just him because it's something you see in a map that was looked at before. You remember way back in the... um, the Yenth Circle shop that there was a map you came across that um, mentioned an astral well being up this way. Um, and now that you have a uh, kind of airship um, view, bird's eye view. <laughs> over the ah. bird's eye view of the land, uh, you're getting more of a sense that the point, the thing they were pointing out on the map, um, the astral well was actually not the Lenkwa's uh, rune beacon, but something just northeast to, to it. So approximately um, where this house is? Where this house is. And it, this house reminds <coughs> you, the farm kind of reminds you of the old, like, orc farmers who were, you know, yeah, being kind of sketchy. With the uh, <laughs> Yeah, that kind of thing. Oh, you're wondering, what's going on here? Is this... Yeah, these These bad horror people again. I will, uh, I will let everybody know that we need to go and check this out and share my suspicions. You mean the guys who let their pigs become gross? That's the ones. I have a score to settle with them. <laughs> Let's go. Let's land and scouting party. Go. Woo. Right, everyone roll your sailing. Thank you. <laughs> my turn. <laughs> neener, neener. Twelve. Good. Yeah, Fanker's making up for it. Two successes there. Another success, so that should be enough successes. But let's see what gets added to this. Another success. And uh, you're able to land, no problem. I mean, there's no way you can really be stealthy about it in any way. But um, you don't see any people so far. Okay, I'm going to... I'm going to look in Astral's face at the house. Yep. Okay, roll Astral. Sorry. While he's doing that, I'm going to get Inky out, my Crojan. Not Crojan, whatever it's called. Yeah, Crojan. All right, um... Yeah, on a 12, you're looking at the house, and it's a little hazy around here, a little... do anything? No, not in this case. You're not in immediate danger. That's fair. Um, You're sensing the house has a little bit of pollution around it, but there's, like, a line in astral space running along the ground all the way to that other building off in the distance in the trees in astral space. Okay. Going from Actually, it's going from the barn behind the house, more accurately. Okay. And there's some corruption around, so great. Okay, guys, just be careful. There might be, you know, bad things. Yeah. In fact, there'll probably be bad things. Animal-wise, there's several goats on this farm. Are they horror I'm going to fly over to the goats, and I'm going to look at them real careful and see if they're acting like goats. (laughs) While you're staring, is anyone else doing it? Gareth will leap off the, the side of the ship once it's landed and follow the windlings, curiously. <laughs> yep. <laughs> He's probably going to have a an amused look on his face as Navith inspects the goats. And honestly, he's going, friendly? ooh, milk. Are you friendly goats, or are you yucky you, goats? You can't have one, Nav. Hey! <laughs> and, uh, I just scream at you. Linstat, you're seeing a bit of, like, a weird 
glowing in astral space coming from the barn. You're wondering, okay. is there a tainted goat in there or something? Is the first thing you're thinking? <laughs> oh, okay. these, but these goats seem okay? They seem normal goatish? Uh, you'll have to roll in astral space, too, for, for looking at that. Okay. And I'll let you do that while Linstat's doing his thing, unless he's staying back. No, I'm going to start heading towards the barn. Okay. Um, the door, the barn door is open, and let's see if I can find the description. Here. I don't know why, but tainted goats just... <laughs> they were tainted pigs. I tried to play with them. I didn't know they were tainted. That yucky. I got a six. Excellent. Okay, so six will get you your eyes into astral space. Uh, Linstat will see a very unusual um, uh, thing inside the barn. Basically, you look in there, and uh, there looks to be almost it looks like you what you'd expect a forge to have um, mm-hmm. inside the barn. Uh, but instead of uh, weapons, these are look to be the shape of some very familiar charms. Um, oh, no. The, the molds for this. Yes. And there's a gooey green liquid um, inside the mold um, that seems Ugh. to be fed up into it. But in astral space, you can see that this is coming from under the ground and through the ground all the way to the other building. Okay. And... Navith, upon looking at the goat, uh, oh. find something. Uh, here we go. I mean, all goats are intrinsically evil, but... So, you notice one of the goats is really standing out at you when you're looking at it? Mm-hmm. Um, and as you're doing that, one of them, you could have sworn it winked at you. Like, oh, no. really knowingly <laughs> winked at you. Now, now, to be fair, having some knowledge of goats, that's pretty freaking normal. I'm just saying. Stare at the goat. I'm gonna like fly right up to that goat's face. Are you a horror? Then it'll turn its head and wink, and then turn its other head and wink, and then uh, roll initiative. Roll initiative. Oh no. (laughs) Uh, Okay, what's my initiative? Give me a second here. Uh, Question: Since I did say I was with her, you're watching me at least. Yeah, you'll see this. This is more of a trap initiative kind of thing, but don't worry. I, yep. I was just wondering if I had to do initiative as well. Oh, no. Nope, I'm right. right. I'm right there on it. As you're okay. staring at it, you hear a loud kind of a disturbing, like kind of like a flesh explosion kind of sound. As oh! The goat um, begins to be enveloped. You don't know where this is even coming from. Being enveloped by a greenish goo. Uh, I know that greenish goo. goo. And it keeps, but this time it's not going everywhere. It's forming into a shape and then inflating and then engulfing the goat. And the goat's kind of floating in this gooish, bloatish thing uh, that then forms kind of eyes and a mouth. And a lot of like, like the outside of this goo starts to form a skin and has like pus and stuff coming off it and warts and everything. And it will then wink at you. You, all, all everybody, anybody nearby hears is like a whimper as I try start to try to fly away from this. And uh, Gareth is going to look, watch, watch as this happens, and goes, "Oh, it really got your goat, didn't it?" Oh, oh. too soon. <laughs> I was going to check one thing to see what it would do with your failed initiative roll here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, going to get gooey. Oh, okay. All right. We'll say that that is the thing it gets to do. Seventeen beat your social defense. I'm gonna social defense. Let me just yep. go here. And anybody else within range? Oh, defense. Oh yes, it does. Oh yeah. Yep. Uh, I so, have a social yep. defense of seven. 
Yeah, it's in, you're not. Know. You're in the barn. Okay, good. Yeah, in the barn. Okay, <laughs> you're, so you're I, I'm right up there with with uh, Navit, so yeah. yeah, they're 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 both at the fence line. I'm in the pen. She has oh. to be looked after. I have to, people need to keep an eye on me. Um, you have uh, been hit with a, a ability called terror, um, which you suffer negative one penalty to all your tests um, for each success. And I think this is just for a standard round. And um, that is, I think, what, two successes for most of you. So negative two. Okay. And we leave it there I for the next week. All right. <laughs> and I'm just whimpering. <laughs> Name Givers, an Earthon actual play podcast, includes Creative Commons music from Alexander Nakarada. For more about the show and about Earthon, please see the show notes.